listening to the Seven Rivers Student Ministry Podcast, a ministry of Seven Rivers Church in Citrus County, Florida. Here at SRSM, we believe that all students are lovable through a relationship with Jesus. Visit our website at sevenrivers.org backslash students. Hey guys, this is Mikey Puckett with Seven Rivers Student Ministry. You're listening to Episode 3, An Unexpected Path. This story is told by Sarah Harris, and Sarah is our Discipleship Director here at Seven Rivers Student Ministry, and she's been working here for about a year and a half now. And I've loved, absolutely loved working with Sarah. She has brought a ton of excitement and joy, uh, and some would say she's, she's brought the party uh, to SRSM, and so she definitely has. Uh, when she is in the office, it's definitely a great time, a good time, and, and that's a gift that she has an ability to give all of us here at church, um, just an ability to laugh, to enjoy, um, and to soak in the moment. And so Sarah shares a story uh, of, of something that she struggled with. And, and, and if you know Sarah, um, you know that she's usually uh, a pretty, like everything's good kind of person, and, and, and that's awesome. But in this story, you're going to hear a different side where there's like real struggle going on in her life, the struggle of, of singleness, as the struggle of not having um, someone that she loves, or, or as, as she said it in the story, someone who chooses her first every time. And so many of us growing up, and, and you maybe right now have a dream of one day growing up and getting married and, and, and having a family. And, 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 and what if God said, that's not what I have for you. I have an unexpected path for you to take. Um, some of us right now during the coronavirus outbreak are feeling lonely. We, we're being quarantined. And, and, and it's, it's difficult. It's hard because we haven't seen our friends and, and the people we love the most. That's an unexpected path. That's a struggle that we're going through. Um, and Sarah's going to share with us the unexpected path that God has called her to. So if you know Sarah and send her a text, show her some love. She is brave and she's courageous. And this is her story. Seven Rivers Student Ministry, um, and I want to talk to you about the ways that I've experienced joy and suffering, or I guess more accurately for me, joy in the disappointment of an unexpected path in life. I hesitate to call it suffering because I live a really sweet, full, fun life, 
But even as I process the reasons that it's not suffering, I realize the reasons that it is. It's not the loss of a child, but it is the loss of a dream of biological children. It's not the death of a spouse, but it is the death of a dream of marriage. I'm 33 and I'm single. There are no doubt folks out there are saying, oh my gosh, you're so young, you've got tons of time. And you're right, I still have plenty of time. I know that, that's part of the joy. But there are others out there who have the subconscious thought of, oh man, yeah, she must be called to singleness. And honestly, that's what I've always thought when I considered people over 30 who were not married. I grew up like a lot of little girls watching Disney movies, playing with Ken and Barbie, giggling at kisses between my parents. For my whole adult life, I've wanted a family. I'd love to have three boys, and I may or may not already have their names picked out. It is what it is. I own. I want a honeymoon on the Mediterranean coast in Greece and to hold hands on the front porch swing when I'm old. I want to argue about why my socks are all over the floor in the living room and why the dishes are always piling up. I want to have a scheduled time to talk about life on the couch with my husband because we haven't had time earlier in the week, but our relationship is worth fighting for even in the small ways. I want someone who chooses me every time, even if it's because he just has to. (laughs) Call me optimistic or unrealistic, that's okay. I think it's okay for us to want these things. I think it's okay for me to desire those things. As I've gotten older, I've felt the hope of a new relationship, the pain of rejection, and the ongoing desire for marriage. I've also found myself questioning God's kindness and love for me. Anytime someone asks if I've ever questioned God's love, I roll my eyes and I'm like, no, I know he loves me. But in 2013, when I was in a million weddings and attended about a billion more, I did question whether or not God remembered me. And when a few years later, everyone was moving on to having their first child and then their second and their third, I wondered again if somehow I had just been overlooked. And when I moved to my current hometown and I couldn't find a place to live because I was seemingly the only single person in the county and I live on a single income, I wondered if God remembered that 33 years ago he had knit me together in my mother's womb. I mean, it seems reasonable, right? I have a ton of crafts that I made that I lost or that are forgotten in a box that I never unpacked after moving. There are tons of other things in the world to deal with that are far more pressing than my marriage or family. But I think I might be wrong there. I think I'm asking for something and have a very specific idea of how it should look. Three boys, good-looking husband, perfect front porch swing. But maybe God has something better. I know God in a different way than other people do, and they know him in a different way than I do. I see the way God provides very differently than some people may. I feel his presence in a different way than others may. It's not better. It's just different. I've never had to call AAA to have someone change my flat tire because somehow, some way, God remembered me and put me in relationships with a dad and a brother and the husbands of other friends who have never once been annoyed or even seemed inconvenienced when I've called them to come help me. Hey, listen, don't at me. I know I should learn to change a tire, but it gets my clothes dirty and I just am not into that. I have friends who know me deeply and know exactly what to ask after a crazy work day or exactly what to say after a breakup or someone else's new engagement. I have community who over the last 10 years have taught me to celebrate with others when they get the things I want. And that same community has taught me to grieve well even when I want to ignore it all and just be happy. I've never not had a place to sleep. Sure, it's required a lot of moving and that can feel really defeating and lonely. 
but I've always had a place to live. I can take a moment to grieve the lack of stability I feel 90% of the time, and then I can rejoice that God has been kind to provide for me in every way, physically and emotionally. Recently, I was processing what it looks like to worship a kind God amidst unrealized dreams, and it occurred to me, what if the first time I walk down the aisle in the most perfect white dress, even if just metaphorically, is into the arms of Jesus? What if instead of having my own children, I'm fruitful and multiply in the way of souls of teenagers who biologically belong to someone else? Last week, I read this in a She Reads Truth devotion. It said, what pinches you, constrains you, or weighs you down? Our anxieties, our fears, and our sufferings are heavy and costly, but we don't have to hide them or be ashamed. Even our struggles can deepen our dependence on Christ and point others to the one who walks through our darkest valleys and redeems us. Through all of the questions of why, I have been sustained by the hope and joy of Jesus. Rarely does a day go by that I don't wonder if my dreams will ever be met with reality. But in the wondering and in the waiting, I know that he is perfect. I know that he loves me perfectly. And even when I question it, I know that he is there listening, glad that I'm longing for his presence to feel more near. Thank you for listening. If you would like to hear more stories and follow our devotions, you can go to www.sevenrivers.org backslash by life or by death. You are loved and you matter.